Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As a mom, vegan of 20 years, and entrepreneur, I need a lot of energy. And I turn to Athletic Greens to help me out. Athletic Greens is part of the daily nutrition regimen for thousands of top performers, professional athletes, and health-conscious go-getters worldwide, including USA cycling and endurance athletes. So I knew I would trust them. It's developed from a complex blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. And it's a comprehensive all-in-one greens powder engineered to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet and support your body's nutritional needs across the four pillars of health, gut health, immune system, energy, and recovery. And these are all things that I'm super interested in. I put a scoop in my smoothie in the morning, and it feels amazing to know that I'm set up to feel my best and sustain my energy all day long. Try for yourself at athleticgreens.com slash lit yoga. That's athleticgreens.com slash lit yoga and get lit up. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A, where you all ask the questions and we answer. I'm joined by my wonderful, fearless co-host, Kristen Williams, physical therapist extraordinaire, senior lead teacher, and now operations manager. She wears a lot of hats and she's brilliant. Here we are. Hi, everybody. Hey, Laura. I, I love all the hats. It keeps it fresh and fun. I know. Yeah. I feel, you know what? It, I think this is actually something we could talk about a little bit is like, it's great to have different chapters of our lives and to, this is what we talk about on the mat is like being adaptable and being curious. And, you know, what we're speaking of, and this is like literally um, on the fly here, because we were going to launch into your questions, but, you know, Kristen has taken over some big responsibilities and operations and organization, and she's doing it with great talent as usual. We weren't even scared about that, but I, you know, she was saying like, it's like building another muscle. And I think this is where anyone who's out there who might be feeling a little bored in life or not challenged or distracted because distraction is actually a symptom of, it can be a symptom of boredom. It can be a symptom of like not really walking your path and having passion. And yeah. How is it feeling for you to flex this muscle? It's so much fun. It, it's, you know, it's, it, it's taken me back. I'm, I'm relearning PowerPoint <laughs> and I'm, I'm so thankful for Google, you know, I mean, how do I do this Google? And it's, they can answer any questions. So it is, it's, a, it's challenging a whole new side that I just, I've been clinic director in multiple different 
you know, scenarios. So I'm very comfortable directing and, and leading a team. But this whole technology thing is newer. So not newer, but it's like getting back into it because we've just been working with our hands. I've done, you know, obviously E, e for our note taking, but for many years as well. But I don't know. This is fun. It's, it's been a, a, I had huge shoes to fill in for our, our outgoing rocket, rocketeer, Kat Ferraro. <laughs> but she really, really set me up well to succeed. And, you know, I know I've got, you've got my back and we've got such a great team. That's the other thing, you know, Mm -hmm. surrounding yourself with the great team and knowing that everything we're doing here for you guys at Lit Daily, it's, you know, Lara is our figurehead and she has surrounded herself with people who were really passionate. And that's what keeps us going because it doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are times where you have, you know, stress and oh my God. Yeah. But you love it. But yeah, it's like, and I I just feel like it's really so telling and so important for people, women, men, anyone, younger, older, you know, we're both kind of, you could say we're in the second phase of our career and in a way it's kind of just like starting off. Right. And I think it's, it's really important to be adaptable and to be curious and to, you know, we can all be a little scared of new technology or new ways. And, and the best thing to do is either be willing to learn it or find somebody to do it for you. Right? <laughs> but uh, don't be scared of trying. And it is, it is really fun. So anyway, I wanted to bring that up because I'm so Thank impressed you. with you. And I think it's a really great lesson for a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people yeah. are bored in their job and their life. And there's, there, we should be excited to wake up and like the adventure. And that means, of course, there's always going to be some challenges and there are going to be some times where it doesn't feel as exciting. But the point is you're going to be excited by your own growth. And that's yeah. part of the growth mindset. And anytime I'm 47 and I'm starting something basically like starting over, you know, half of my, I'm still done. You guys are still going to see me on lit daily. I'm still going to be, you know, oh, yeah. writing for the PT corner, all this stuff still on lit prime, but I just got other, other job duties as well. Behind the scenes, KB. Yeah. And I think it's cool because we're both in different ways, really lighting up our, both our creative and our kind of analytical sides of our brain. And I think that's why it feels good to wake up in the morning, bright and cheery. All right. So you can always send us questions about that, but we will go into our first question. This is from Love Eva from one of our trainings, my Oma. Omwaya Yoga. She says, how does tinnitus, which is a ringing in the air or some kind of buzzing, you know, it's, it's, it's an, it, like an, an ear, it's, it's associated with ear ringing, um, influence one's yoga practice and how can yoga support you if this is something you are dealing with? What do I, as a yoga teacher, need to be mindful of in terms of movement, sequencing, cueing, et cetera, when working with a client who informed me they suffer from tinnitus. Thank you. All right. Well, why don't you launch in there? Sure. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing with tinnitus, the ringing itself shouldn't be, shouldn't affect your, your practice. Yeah. It's annoying. It's distracting. But my question for Eva would be, and for her client is what is the underlying cause of tinnitus? Cause there are multiple reasons why you can have tinnitus. It can be just an ear infection can give it. Meniere's disease, which is a type of vertigo disease form of getting regular vertigo. You can have it from, you know, high blood pressure sometimes can cause a ringing in the ears or uh, 
fluid and ear infection. So head and neck injury, migraines. Those are the things that I would want to know. Why do they have the ringing in the ears? Because that will more, I think, direct your yoga teaching of him and modifications thereof. If it's a Meniere's disease, you're not going to want this guy to be going up and down and up and down because that can aggravate the Meniere's, which then may aggravate the tinnitus. Same thing to be said for blood pressure issues. You need to be mindful of, is it maintained well on medication, his blood pressure? If it's an ear infection, you know, um, that's not going to feel great to go upside down with an ear infection either. So same thing with a head and neck injury. You want to be, obviously we're very cognizant of the neck in our lip practice, but just knowing if that's the reason that they have the ringing. So I would dig a little bit deeper because when someone has ringing in the ears, you're always like, Hmm, I mean, it can be something as simple as stress or tension headaches can give you ringing in the ears. So that would respond wonderfully to lit yoga and all of our lengthening triple S work. But Again, if it's something on a different tract, you might want to be mindful. What do you have to say about that, Laura? Yeah, I mean, as always, I think it's important to get as much information as possible. How long has this been going on? Has it improved? What precipitated it? Because maybe if it's a virus or, or, you know, is it inner ear involved? Have you checked all that stuff out? Are there tubes in the ears, et cetera? My friend, Jennifer Pasteloff, who um, probably many of you know, but if you don't, you should check her out. She's an amazing human. She's written a book about, you know, just manifesting and loving your body and your life and, um, you know, how to be a good person in life. But she's also a writer and yoga teacher, and she has lost her hearing. And the combination is she's, she's going deaf, but she's also has the tinnitus. So if that's the reason in terms of asking as a, as a teacher, you want to be mindful that you need to be in a position where somebody could maybe read your lips or be very clear with your cueing because the tinnitus, maybe they're not going deaf, but it still might affect their hearing. So if it's not connected to these other diseases or kind of, you know, precursors like Kristen was talking about, also be aware of like how it's impacting their hearing. Because, you know, as, and if you're on Zoom or something like that, which so many people are now, there might, you might be doing more things with your hands. It sounds like you're doing a private, but even on Zoom, you just are going to have to like mirror more so that you're very clear, like, or figure out ways that you can communicate if there is a hearing loss involved. Because I remember she was saying that obviously in group classes, this is what it really applied. She would be, it was just so frustrating, but also she could watch other people. So that helped out. It was frustrating because she couldn't hear a lot of the instructions, but then she could follow along. But if there's something really going on with details, she felt more lost. So I would say just slow things down and just make sure that the communication is an issue. Again, if the hearing is part of that. That's great. All right. Next question. Actually, I got a question and I thought this was so beautiful because I feel like, you know, we are in the first month of 2022. And I think everybody wasn't having high expectations of 2022, but (laughs) even their high expectations might be not being met. I think, I think people are just feeling down and out. And so somebody wrote me and they said, this is from healing yoga, how to stop self-destructive thoughts. And I thought this is something again, disclaimer, we are physical therapists. We are not mental therapists. I think they are, they, there's obviously a lot of overlap, but when you have 
you know, real needs for that. You really do need to get to a professional help. So that would be my first thing. If you're having something that's self-destructive and it's causing some fear, I would absolutely reach out to a therapist. And now there are so many ways of getting therapy at a really uh, reduced rate. They have, you know, apps that you can join and they hook you up with and you don't have to wait. You know, there's do a little research on that or talk about with somebody that you trust. But if you're just having them in a way that is, I don't want to say normal, but I think we all will have moments where we're just like feeling a little more doomsday-ish, like, God, I just, you know, screw it. I'm just going to go and drink a couple beers or you know, drink, drink a whole thing of whatever it's in a, which is not necessarily destructive, but it is from the place of not just going and having fun. It's driven by, and so it's like, again, what is it driven by? And it's driven by this feeling of self-destruction. And then you add on stuff like that. My biggest suggestion, and I actually did communicate with her in full disclosure in in the direct messages. And I said, you know, A, reach out to somebody. Self-care is really important. I know that when my daughter was going through like some stuff at her own high school and they they gave some really great suggestions like for all the girls not just her but it was just that period of time they were all struggling and you know one of the therapists said you know just have something that's a reminder to kind of break that thought so she had suggested a rubber band and it doesn't have to be like but it's just like when you start to feel that i'm going i want to go and drink myself into oblivion or i want to you know not show up at work or, and of course, if it's worse than that, again, go absolutely get help, but just something that kind of snaps you out of it. Literally. It's like, when you snap that, it's almost like that habit formation. Can you just stop at least for a moment that going down the track? Because that's really where self-description obviously becomes very serious and dangerous is when you just fall into the well and you can't climb out. So have some tools and look for some tools and get some tools from professionals. This was, these were professionals that talked to these girls in high school, like who are stressed out, who are hormonal, who are facing a lot of, you know, all kinds of peer stuff. And and this was, she told me about that. And she said, I thought this was a really great suggestion. You just kind of wear that little hairband or rubber band. And when you start to feel something that is in that line, you just kind of, keep snapping it. And it's almost like, okay, it's, it's a way of trying to stay present. Honestly, I don't know if you have anything to add on. Well, I mean, I can certainly speak from a personal experience. You know, I definitely, right when we first moved to New Jersey, I was seeing a counselor back in Louisville in Kentucky, because we went through some stuff there, you know, and I am just right along with you talking to someone makes a difference. And it is really hard to find a good therapist. And so I never really, I just didn't really feel the right match. And then, but I tell you what, when I found someone, I found someone in New Jersey, got lucky. She took insurance for a while. I was going twice a week because we were just going through some stuff as a family. And, and I was as a parent, especially you are so inclined to take a lot of blame for things that happen in your life with your children, with your marriage, with your job, but particularly with your children and, and be like, well, it's my fault. What's wrong with me? And 
you know, it was so healing to find someone who I could tell this is how I'm feeling. And for she would not only listen, but really come back and ask me why, you know, what, what, and when you have to articulate why you feel a certain way about yourself, for me, it, it tended to make me realize the irrationality of those thoughts and recognize the root of where they might have been coming from. And this was months of therapy, you know, that I was going to, and I would journal, I would, I would write down these, these things and then go, what did you write in your journal? You know, what did you think this week? And then you go back and you read and, um, it, it is a way to separate yourself from the moment of when you're feeling that way and step back and, and then also kind of retrospectively look at your life and say, well, maybe that's why I feel this way. Maybe it's something that happened in my lifetime that has colored the way I see myself and which we all have. That is very human, especially women, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have to live our lives through a whole different lens as a female, as a mother, as a wife, as a, you know, and I'm, I, I love men and I, I, you know, respect, I have, I have a wonderful husband. I have a wonderful father. I have a wonderful son, but I do look at my girls and, and, and I think they're the message that I'm trying to really get that self-love because it is really hard for a woman to feel that way. So, you know, we know that we are always here for you. And I highly recommend if it's, even if it's not a professional, it can be a friend that, that you talk to, um, who you really trust and to just sometimes a listening ear is all you need. But then a lot of times that listening ear has, should, it can help if it's your own. And so that's where writing something down and then kind of just going back and asking yourself, why am I feeling this way? And what might be those triggers and how can you change your perspective and this does not happen overnight and it's a work in progress. I still will want to fall back into that when something goes wrong and then I have to, nope. And eventually I went down to one time a week, then it was every other week. And eventually I no longer needed that assistance because I learned the tools to get there on my own. And that is a gift. So please reach out to somebody if it's disrupting your life and then you will, you will thank yourself for that. Mm, That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I love it because like writing down, sometimes you're actually visually seeing the thoughts that you're telling yourself. And it, and it, like you said, going to a therapist and having them say like, why, why do you think that about yourself? Like we sometimes, you know, we're, we're, we can be the hardest on ourselves. And so that's when you say self-destructive thoughts, that's like, think of how you would, you would nourish something that you loved. You need to direct that to yourself and, and you, you want to have help doing it, but start to notice your patterns of how you speak to yourself mm-hmm. and your response to that. And like Kristen said, I think, you know, it's, For some people, this could be a lifetime. You know, some people know that about themselves. They're going to have these cycles in their, in their, you know, each year, not that are not like seasonal, but their own kind of mental, emotional well-being cycles that, that, 
And it's the more we actually get to know ourselves, we can navigate them. And, and like you, like Kristen said, having the tools is going to help you so much. So please reach out to us always. You know we're here, but to, to anybody who can really help you so that you can move through it and learn how to navigate it, knowing that perhaps it's going to like, it probably is going to be cyclical. It's going to come up. It's going to have triggers, but you want to be able to kind of rebound from those quicker. And so then you're alone, you know? Like- yeah. You're not alone. I think this is what I tell my daughter all the time when, you know, she's feeling like, Oh, I'm really this I'm stressed or I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not seeing people. And I'm like, I, I get it. And I said, I don't, know if this is going to bring you comfort, but I think it is comforting in a way like, like right now in the world, we're all kind of like, even if we have everything we need, right. We still are struggling because emotionally, because we're seeing the impact of the global pandemic on other people. And unless you're like cruel and cold, you you know, it affects you. We don't want to, you know, have people be sick, be out of work, be stressed, be struggling. And that kind of energy is transmitted beyond just individuals. So I think collectively we're feeling it. And and like you said, Kristen, to know that you're like not alone, you're not alone to have, you know, destructive or harmful or mean or cruel or injurious thoughts yourself. That's, I think in a way that would probably be helpful to know. Unfortunately, that happens very frequently. And like, well, and I was going to say, you know, we know healing yoga, you know, and that she probably looked at me and never thought, why would Kristen have to, you know, people look from the outside, like mm-hmm. they've got their shit together. And we're dealing with social media where we're all putting our best face forward. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at, you know, and we're all, because that's what we want to project to the world, but that's not the true story, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, so just, you can look at someone like Laura, like me, we are older, we've been through some stuff. And so, you know, the people you may hold on a pedestal have probably felt that way too at one point or another. And, you know, just take, take, I don't want to say, I mean, I don't, maybe it is take comfort in that knowing that what you're feeling, I do think is, is normal and you're able to get through it. So, you know, yeah, you're not that. alone. You're not alone. Yeah. I think more than anything, we, we need to remember that even if you're feeling alone and even if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to someone, you know, just do it. Like you're not going to lose anything by it and you could actually gain something, you know, just do it, really do that. So you deserve that. And this is just a message for everybody. If you're struggling, which I'm sure many are emotionally, physically, mentally, all of it, just reach out in some way. And actually it's very empowering and courageous to say, I'm struggling, you know, uh, and it can be to a friend, to a parent, to somebody you trust, somebody, and just say, like, I'm struggling. I think that there's such courage in saying those words. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we'll end on that note. I I, I think it's, you know, again, we're, we're all, we started this whole thing talking about how Kristen is resilient and adaptable and going on to this new job. And a lot of that has to be with the, the work that I'm going to just speak for you, but you can certainly like, you know, add on to that, that you are, have been working on every part of your being. And that has brought you to this like really fortified place where you can be like excited about a new experience because you're not weighted down by other worries. Yeah, exactly. And every turn of the chapter, you know, is, is exciting. There's a, you know, fearlessness and just be strong, be fearless, 
And when, when one door closes, another door opens without fail. I believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll close the chapter on this Q and a and open the door to next week. So yeah. Thank you, all for yeah. Joining. you guys know we're pulling for you. Always. We're pulling for you. Write us and, and please, if anybody's listening, who does have like a therapy background and would like to point us in to resources, feel free to write us and we can share um, that because we, you know, we're really about sharing and elevating everyone to, to feel and move and be their best. So we're pulling for you. I love you, KB. I love you too. Bye everybody. Bye.